a Pantry Studio production. The following may contain strong language and deals with adult themes. Listener discretion is advised. It's a fear that is primordial, something many people can't shake. Imagine, if you can, that you fall asleep, and when you wake up, you're restricted in movement. To your shock and horror, you are enclosed and laying flat on your back. Why? What is this? How is this happening? A thousand questions race through your mind as your pulse accelerates and your breathing becomes more and more labored. You're running out of air, quickly. Then, it hits you. You're in the one place that no living person would ever want to be. You are in your coffin. The top is closed, and you've been buried alive. How could this be? Who did this and why? How do you escape? These questions, and who knows what others, had to have been asked by one of Pike County, Kentucky's most famous young women. She's known as the girl who turned her back on Pikeville. And it's said that every year on the anniversary of what people thought was her death, that her statue monument turns 180 degrees to turn her back on the town that buried her alive. These are the Mountain Mysteries, and this is Episode 12, Buried Alive. The Mountain Mystery of Octavia Hatcher. There are over 1.9 billion square acres in the United States alone, and 24% of those are mountainous. The secrets that these regions hold are enormous. Reports of mysterious creatures, strange sightings and sounds, ghosts and murders, and those who have seemingly vanished. There are questions that need asking and answers worth finding. These are the Mountain Mysteries. Here's Chris Sloan.
Have you heard the latest Mountain Mystery Blurs? It's available on Patreon for as little as $3 a month. And talk about cheap thrills. Plus, you get early access to all the Mountain Mystery episodes and early notice to what episodes and events are coming up and more. Simply go to Patreon and search for The Mountain Mysteries or find it on our Facebook page as The Mountain Mysteries. Pikeville, Kentucky. It's famous as being part of the bloody feud between the Hatfields and McCoys, among other things. Its rich timber and coal stores were more than enough to make the person responsible for mining them leave behind an incredible legacy. And one such person did. As always, this episode is a haunting tale about people. Two people who met fell in love, and regardless of any urban legends or tall tales, fell in tragedy. James and Octavia Hatcher. Uncle Jim, some called him, had a way about him that got things done, and he was well respected, as was his wife Octavia. She is the primary focus of our story. Tales of people who were buried alive have always been unsettling, especially as this is a universal human fear. Allegedly in 1889 in Pikeville, Kentucky, a woman named Octavia Hatcher was buried alive after succumbing to a sleeping sickness. Now while this story is not verified, it is a local legend in Pikeville and many residents believe the tale to be true. So let's begin where it all began. Jacob and Pricey Smith were proud parents when their daughter Octavia was born on the 25th of May, 1870. Apparently her father was a successful dry goods merchant who had real estate equity in excess of $7,000 according to the census records of the day. In today's money, that translates into close to $142,000. The Smiths were a prominent and well-to-do family that had garnered a great deal of respect from the citizens of Pikeville at the time, and Octavia was highly thought of and well-regarded also. By all the accounts that the Mountain Mysteries discovered, she came from a caring family and was well-loved and cared for. She had met James Hatcher, whom many people called Uncle Jim. He was born in Ivy Creek in Floyd County in 1859 and had moved to Pikeville early in his life, attended school there, and began business at the age of 18. At one point, He handled nearly all of the merchandise that was shipped by steamer into Pikeville, Harlan, and Letcher Counties, Kentucky. This also included Buchanan, Dickinson, and Wise Counties in Virginia. He was associated with R.M. Farrell, W.O.B. Ratliff, and John C. Hopkins in building the steamer Mountain Girl, which he considered the finest boat on the river and also the biggest financial failure of the waters. Among other ventures, Mr. Hatcher engaged in the contracting business and in 1886 contributed to the building of the courthouse in Pikeville. Saying he was successful is an understatement, even by today's standards. 
Hatcher was also successful in the coal and timber industries that the area offered in abundant amounts then. He owned quite a bit of land that extended from Pikeville to present-day Coal Run. It was in 1889 that Hatcher was married in Pikeville to a young and beautiful Octavia Smith, who was 10 years younger than he was. She was 19. Sadly, the marriage would be brief. In January of 1891, they had one son. His name was Jacob. But that child died within hours of birth. The infant mortality rate in the 1890s was much higher than today's numbers. During the 1800s, children frequently died of one illness or another before they were even 10 years old. There were not many vaccines or medications for treatment. And illnesses that are minor annoyances today, well, back then they were deadly. It was one of these sicknesses that took the life of young Jacob Hatcher. Octavia went into a deep depression and after having done so went to her bed and almost never left the confines of her sheets again. She grew ill over the next few months, slipping into a coma and didn't come out of it. She was pronounced dead of unknown causes on May 2nd, 1891 at the young age of 21 years old. That spring was unusually hot, and as embalming was not yet a common practice, and air conditioning, well, that didn't exist. There was no time wasted in burying Octavia. Funeral services were conducted, and her body was laid to rest almost immediately. Then, several days later, others began exhibiting similar symptoms to Octavia. The bite of a certain fly, known as the Tassidi fly, brought a sleeping sickness from which others began to awaken after a time. This particular species of fly is indigenous to Africa, however. So how did it make its way to Pikeville, Kentucky? Well, well some speculate that since Uncle Jim was in business as a merchant and supplied a great deal of goods from all over the world to the region, that some of these pests made their way to the region through the shipment of goods. When you consider this, though, it has to be deemed very unlikely that from transporting this from Africa, overseas, and through all the channels these goods would have had to have gone through before ever even arriving in Pikeville. Well, it's not very likely that they would have made Octavia their last stop on the chain. Regardless, Hatcher and his family began to worry if Octavia might have succumbed to this illness. Her breathing had been shallow enough in her comatose state for doctors to believe she had passed, but in actuality, it said she had been buried alive. 
It was said that Hatcher secured an emergency exhumation and uncovered a horrific sight when they raised the coffin. Some say the casket Octavia had been buried in had not been airtight, that she had awoken from her sleep to find herself trapped beneath the ground in a panic. She had torn the lining off the lid of her coffin. Her nails were bloody, and her face was contorted in terror, scratching in a frenzy to escape from her grave. But by this time, she actually was dead. It was theorized that she had been alive for up to seven days. Seven days trapped in a coffin and desperate to escape. One can't begin to imagine the hell this played on Jim's emotional state of being. Could you imagine the feeling that would go with such a mistake? The agony you would feel would be enough to drive almost anyone insane. The story then goes that her body was reburied. But James was never the same. Maybe it was the torment and emotional state that we just spoke of. But, whatever the case was, he had a life-size, lifelike monument made to Octavia in her image, including the exact same height and likeness erected over her grave. This was around the time that the rumors and stories began to pop up. On one arm, the statue held a baby, representative of Jacob. He built the Hatcher Hotel at such an angle that he could look up to the cemetery at his young wife and she could symbolically look down on him. Scumbag vandals at some point invaded the Hatcher Cemetery plot and broke the arm holding the baby from the monument. Now the infant lies on the ground at Jacob's grave, near the foot of his mother, which can still be seen today. But the stories do not stop there. Oh no. In the 1990s, the Hatcher family erected a fence around the plot in an attempt to keep future vandalism from occurring. The statue was placed on a new marble base so it would be less accessible. Pikeville residents who lived near the Hatcher plot reported hearing the sounds of a kitten crying coming from the area. The sound stopped when they approached the plot to investigate. Others said they could hear a woman crying from the same vicinity. Once, a photographer taking pictures on a clear day captured a mysterious haze around the statue of Octavia. The mist only appeared when the photos were developed. The most common story concerning Octavia says that on the anniversary of her death, or what people thought were her death, the statue will turn away and face the opposite direction in disregard for the town she feels buried her before her death. Now, whether such activities are the doings of vindictive spirits or harmless pranksters, well... That's for you to decide. Haunted or not, the Pikeville Cemetery, especially the Hatcher Plot, is a place where a tragic young woman deserves a moment or two of silence for a life cut dreadfully short and a death that came far too early. But the question remains, was Octavia Hatcher buried alive? Well, that is your decision and your decision alone to make. But I will throw in some things for you to think about before you decide. For example, 
there is absolutely no records found anywhere that state an emergency exhumation was ordered or carried out by Jim Hatcher. Furthermore, there was no news of this exhumation or being buried alive to be found anywhere. And I would certainly think that that would have been a newsworthy event, either then or in today's times. Yet, there is nothing. It would seem as though a great many things we've uncovered in different haunting websites were copied and pasted, lending to what I feel is more tell than ghost in this particular episode. But while Octavia is and has been our focus point, let's not forget about James Thatcher, Uncle Jim, her husband. The man was a walking history himself, apparently, and loved urban legends as well as verifiable history. He certainly deserves remembrance. When James Hatcher died in 1939, there was not a single mention of the terrible nightmare of Octavia's death in the papers either. Not many times, especially in the past, if you had suffered some sort of tragedy or scandal when you died, your obituary would almost certainly mention it. Yet, there was nothing said about the buried alive story at all. In 1959, a newspaper article spoke about remembering Uncle Jim and his Hatcher Hotel. It spoke of James Hatcher's life, his interests, and his character, but not one time does it go into detail about Octavia's death. Oh, she is mentioned as dying young, and, well, that's basically it. If there had been a story to tell, surely it would have been told, even then, but... It wasn't. More than likely, it was a customized coffin with an escape hatch in it, which was an item on display at the Hatcher Hotel that may have sparked the myth or speculation behind why Mr. Hatcher purchased it. Being buried alive is certainly one of those fears that goes to our very soul. And in that day and time, stories from Edgar Allan Poe and other authors who had this macabre obsession with death and dealing with these fears and speaking of things that, well, they weren't exactly an accepted topic of conversation in the day society and wouldn't have been accepted as general discussion. What is certain is that James Hatcher appeared to be a good and decent man who loved not only history as we stated, but had a love for urban legends also. Oh yes, he certainly knew and understood the difference between the two. Well, he left his birthplace at a relatively young age. His love for Ivy Creek and Floyd County never did leave him. In fact, he went back there often from Pikeville and thought of the history and legends that were a part of that community. It was said in a Floyd County Times article from June 21, 1956, that he could point out with exactitude the military dispositions of the Union General William Bull Nelson and the Confederate Captain Andrew Jackson May. Here set May upon his horse just before the battle opened, he would say, pointing to where his residence stood. If you had traveled up the valley with him, he would have pointed out the Drapen Lick, where early settlers lay in wait for deer to come down and lick the mineral waters. Farther up the road, he would stop beside a huge stone that decades ago had rolled down the mountainside and plopped itself into the middle of a bottom. You would listen to the legend he told. It went something like this. Years ago, 
So long ago, no one now living remembers when. A woman with a baby in her arms was walking along this road. It was late in the evening when the shadows were falling across the leafy trail. She was seen by somebody. Nobody remembers whom. When she was midway across the bottom, there was a roar from the mountainside, and the giant rock came crashing down the hill. Suddenly, there was a long, piercing scream. And after that, silence filled the twilight. People say today that the woman and her baby are buried under that giant stone. Some say that even today, on certain evenings, a woman draped in black can be seen walking around the eternal rock looking for her child. Others say that each year on the anniversary of her death, Screams can be heard. The Battle of Ivy Nations is history. The story of the rock is legend. Jim Hatcher left both. Floyd County Times, June 21st, 1956. Maybe it was that particular article that triggered the ghost story of Octavia Hatcher. In today's world, with all the hectic things that we have to deal with in our lives, the lives that we all lead, ghost stories and urban legends have become an integral part of our lives. Let's face it, we all love a good old-fashioned scare from the comforts of our homes, cars, or offices from time to time. And people seem to be drawn to the deeds of others, whether they're alive or not. It seems to me that the reason for that is as simple as an escape. Most of us, well, most all of us, long for a simpler time when stresses weren't so intense, burdens weren't as heavy, and thoughts were not so cluttered. Maybe it's because a ghost story, real or not, takes us back to a time when we were kids camping out at the lake with mom and dad, and it brings back a certain magic we've been missing for far too long. Maybe it's because the supernatural offers us some comfort in knowing that these things too, the stress, worries, doubts, and fears, shall pass. Perhaps it's the thought that one day soon we will be without those as these days end and we will begin a new journey, one filled with hope and excitement. One day. In any case, Octavia Hatcher will remain woven into the very fabric of Appalachian culture. That is evident. Try it for yourself and see. You'll find that whenever you bring up this beautiful woman's name in virtually any conversation, anywhere, people seem to have heard about her. Even in what is now a bustling small community in the largest of all of Kentucky's 120 counties. You know, I think that that's how it should be. Octavia was so much more than a ghost story, even in her young, short-lived life. She was a daughter, a woman, a mother, albeit heartbroken. And she lent to the legends of the mountains as much or more than so many people ever would. Her husband James, or Uncle Jim, was proud to be from these mountains, and he should never be forgotten, as no one should. 
the mountain mystery of Octavia Hatcher walk hand in hand with her tragedy, and as such, it will continue to be told. And as long as that happens, she will be remembered. Follow us on Facebook under The Mountain Mysteries, and join us on Patreon for early access to all episodes and The Mountain Mysteries Blurs, which releases each Sunday. And don't forget to check out our new website, www.themountainmysteriespodcast.com. That's www.themountainmysteriespodcast.com. I'm Chris Sloan for The Mountain Mysteries, The Mountain Mysteries Gatherings, and The Mountain Mysteries Blurs, and of course, Pantry Studios. Until next time, stay mysterious. If you enjoy The Mountain Mysteries, please subscribe and give us a five-star rating. That helps us so much. You can also help support The Mountain Mysteries by visiting our sponsors, whose links are below, or by donating at Patreon or the PayPal link shown in the notes. Patreon subscribers will receive early commercial-free episodes and more. Studio Production.